Welcome to the Hardcore Truth, where we discuss politics, society, and whatever else comes to mind. I'm your host, Rusty. Thanks for listening. Well, everybody, I'm going to start this episode off like I do normally. Um, I think you know what time this is. Uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time out of your busy lives and uh, conflicted schedules to uh, listen to this little podcast all around the world, all around the country. Uh, Without you guys, this thing wouldn't be possible. So, again... Thank you. So, this week, um, and after a little while, we have been seeing a lot of the same thing. Um, So, we have been seeing all across the country and even in certain parts of the world where they're um, going around and tearing down monuments and statues and the like. Really, this doesn't make any sense. It really does not. Because... In actuality, it really does nothing. Okay? It doesn't. But let's look at why this is happening and where this comes from. This all has one thing and one thing in common, and that's education. Now, I know I've done an episode on education, but I'm really going to dive into what the main cause behind everything that we're seeing right now. Okay, so without further ado, let's get this started. Every generation throughout time has always been met with its own unique issues and causes. The 1960s brought the uh, peace, love, and hippie movement. The 1970s brought forth uh, more liberal, a more liberal movement, and and actually in the 70s the inception of a new political movement, libertarianism. Okay, that's everybody's favorite, right? (laughs) I hope so. Or you wouldn't be listening to this radio program, right? Anywho, so the 1980s brought the punk rock and new wave culture. The 1990s brought grunge and the alternative culture, but it also brought something else. We'll get into that a little later, though. Um, The 2000s, brought the internet age but this generation is different than any of the previous mentioned generations and the reason for that is very simple because in this generation we now have something called the cancel culture what is the cancel culture and where did it come from the cancel culture is the product of the political correctness era of the 1990s and that's where I said that this, uh, that generation had something else behind it, okay? The same ones while growing up uh, were brought up in an environment where everything they did, good, bad, or indifferent, was celebrated, okay? And I knew this for a fact because I came up in this era. I witnessed it with my own eyes. I saw it in school every single day, okay? So know what I'm talking about here. I saw it firsthand. <laughs> um, so it's uh, with this also came the complete and lack in understanding and learning important subjects, including history. The false narrative that had been force fed to children during these times in institutions such as public schools and also major academic institutions, i.e. colleges, um, supposed to be 
places of higher education um, is a direct result of what we are witnessing today. A whole generation of people who have been fed propaganda from pseudo-Marxists and full-blown communists have been successfully shaped into new Marxists and communists. That's essentially what was the goal here, okay? This, of course, was to hasten the spread of a communist uh, movement within the country, a complete and lack of education and understanding of history and its lessons are the direct responses for what we are seeing today. This, of course, was done on purpose. Re-education of the youth to carry out their agenda for their dystopian, tyrannical uh, future. Okay? I mean, it's painfully obvious. We see it. We are literally seeing people tearing down statues and uh, monuments at the whim of other causes and other people. Uh, Other people being uh, feeding people uh, false information. Just out out and out wrong information. Okay? And you really have to sit back and look at it and really think where did they get this information from? Because the information that they're espouting back doesn't add up and it doesn't make sense. And it's not even how it actually happened. Okay? Yeah, I understand the old saying the victor writes history. Yes and no. I mean, to a point, yes. But history has been chronicled throughout time very accurately. Okay? So, if you take away knowledge, important key information, and replace it with whatever you want for whatever reason, i.e. what we're seeing right now, the result of that happening is what we're seeing right now. You have a mob of historically ignorant people doing extremely ignorant things. Ignorant in the sense they don't know what they are doing. Okay? And the fact that they're ignorant to history has a lot to do with what they're doing here, right? So, um, so with all of that, right, we have, we're going to go, we're going to go back a little further and really dive into this, like I said, okay? So this all started, like I said, it, it all really kicked off in the, in the 1990s, but it does go a little bit further back than that through this whole indoctrination nation, as I like to call it, okay? <coughs> Excuse me. Socialism has been preached in public schools for a number of years, from teaching rewritten history right down to activities students were made to participate in on a regular basis, okay? In public schools, without a doubt, there were things that were taught and shown to uh, to children that were, at the very least, socialism. And the whole idea behind socialism and what they claim it to be 
and what it actually is are completely different. I think we all know that. Anybody with two brain cells to rub together knows the difference. Okay? So, um, starting off in the, uh, on the youngest of children, it was easier to reshape their minds to plant the seed and let it ferment. Because after all, a teacher is the one instructing. And as a child, you don't second guess your teacher, right? I mean, this is something you didn't do. I mean, if you second guess your teacher, you could get in trouble for it. There was a reason behind that. Because they didn't want people asking questions. They didn't want people stepping out of line. And on a, on a normal scale, that makes sense because you want, you want some kind of order in your classroom. But this went, a little, this went a little further than just that, okay? I guess you could say this is where complacency had really stepped in. And because you were getting used to the idea of taking orders from someone else. And, and in schools... That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to listen to the teacher, right? Well, somewhere along the lines, things got a little muddied because then teachers started adding in their own personal political views, okay? And getting, you know, getting children to basically do what they want and think the way that they wanted them to think, okay? So... Um, by the time a student could formulate their own opinion, it was already too late, okay? And therefore, after years of indoctrination or fear, like I just discussed, of failing the grade or the class, there was usually little to no resistance or rejection of the ideology that was being taught to them. So whether it was either out of fear or they were successfully brainwashed, essentially, is what you could say. There was no resistance. There was no fight. Because that's not, that wasn't part of what, there, there wasn't an option here. You either accepted this or you failed. You see this a lot now with college professors. Because what college professors will actually do is that they will inject things that they know are false and they know isn't right. But if you go against what they say, they threaten your grade. They threaten your grade and they threaten your, your, your future in said institution. So they really kind of got you by the balls there, right? Because there's really nothing you can do about it. You, you either go along and buy into it and play along or you risk not having a future. So what do you do? And there's a lot of people who would rather not risk their future. So what they would do is just go along and just play the game. And that's where a lot of people mess up. Because if you just do that, if everybody just, if everybody just does that, then this will keep going on and on and on and it'll never come to an end. And it has to come to an end. Because a teacher is a teacher. A professor is a professor. Their job 
is to instruct. Their job is to teach. Not to verse their pupils in their own political ideology. That's not their job. And the mere fact that these, that these teachers and the teacher unions and these professors who have tenure get to dictate over the dean of the college or that these teachers in the teacher's union get to dictate what they want to these children and the parents be damned is absurd. And this, this needs to stop. People need to start standing up and telling them, no, this is wrong. You can't do this. But I digress. There's everybody's favorite word. 12 minutes and 53 seconds. Kind of got to it a little early tonight. <laughs> Anywho. So, the fact remains that this was and still is happening in schools across the country and nothing is being done about it. This isn't a new concept, though. It was tested in the 1970s, but never fully gained traction. Okay? It was something that they... they they kind of dip their toes in the water with, okay? But they, the whole, there was still a whole negative connotation about communism because at that time, the Soviet Union was still around. The Soviet Union and, and the United States of America, if you know your history, didn't really get along, okay? Didn't really see eye to eye for reasons, okay? You know, the whole little threat of nuclear war between the world's two largest superpowers didn't really sit well for a lot of folks, okay? So, but even in that time, if somebody was a die-in-the-wool communist, okay, or had leanings towards communism, those people usually didn't let those, let those feelings be known, okay? Because it was a different time. People did not tolerate that, all right? So those people who had those sympathies, had those feelings, those leanings, they usually kind of hung out in the dark, okay? Because they didn't want to be found out. And especially if you were a teacher or a professor, you lost your job very fast, okay? So, um, like I said, it, it was tested in the 1970s, but never fully gained traction. And then, but then they waited until the 1990s. And in the 1990s, it was implemented in full force with the creation of what they called political correctness. This is where everything went to pot real fast, right? With this fascination of ignorance, it allowed for mass rewriting of every social norms. Okay, things that you didn't do. Things that weren't accepted in society. Right, So it allowed the rewarding of being lazy. That was one of them. And, and I can remember this distinctively because, you know, there was kids in my, in my grade and in my classes, they just didn't do their work because they knew they were just going to be pushed through. Okay, and that was because of political correctness, okay? They didn't want to ruin the child's self-esteem, and they didn't want to hurt their feelings by failing them, so they just kind of pushed them through, 
Okay, and this, and this is where this mentality has come from, which directly because of this, okay? But not only did political correctness in, in the uh, public education system reward laziness, but more importantly, it armed a whole generation an excuse to escape personal responsibility. This is very important. It allowed this, and that's why you see a lot of these issues that are coming up from today, because now they, they have the excuse, well, this isn't my fault because of X, Y, Z, okay? And now if you, because, because of the groundworks were laid so far back, and that we have had a generation go through this experiment known as polit- political correctness, there's really no going back because it's already ruined a whole generation of, of, of children because those children of that generation during political correctness are now old enough and have been old enough to have children of their own. So the things that they learned coming up in this very environment, they're going to pass down to their children and so on and so forth. Essentially, what I'm trying to say here is that this cycle, there's a good possibility that this cycle, this mentality will never end. Now, I'm not saying the entirety of the generation of who had to go through this is this way. I'm not like this way. A lot of the people that I know who came up through this generation are not this way. We are hardworking people who have families of our own and will do anything to support our families and take care of our families, pay our bills, and, and, and the like. But there's also a vast majority of the same people who came up in that same environment who just don't care. They just kind of float through because they know somewhere down the line they can use the excuse, well, I can't do this because whatever excuse it is. And then as a society, it's been programmed that this needs to be accepted. So with that, this was the foundation of what we're witnessing right now. Now, I've heard a lot of um, people say, well, it's just a bunch of millennials running around and doing this, that and the other. It's not just children. It's not just, you know, it's not just 20 something year old kids. Okay, it's people of my generation doing it and older. So somewhere along the lines, I guess they didn't get the memo that this was just a um, this was just a uh, millennial thing because it's it's not. Like I said, this is a whole generation who are acting this way because they have literally had this indoctrination. From the time they were children, arming them with an excuse of being able to do whatever they want. And like I said, because of this indoctrination, what came of this was the rewriting of every social norm that used to be acceptable, but now is forgotten. It's completely balled up and thrown away into the trash can. Okay, that, that's what we're seeing here. 
It isn't necessarily the breakdown of society per se, but is the beginning of a breakdown in society because one aspect of society has already fallen through the cracks and that's acceptable social norms. Again, (coughs) it isn't, I'm not talking about what was acceptable 30, 40 years ago. Okay, as far as people's individual lives, what I'm talking about, there was a certain kind of respect for being intelligent, you know, basically knowing your stuff. Okay, the way you treated people, the way you spoke to people, whether you had manners, okay, your work ethic. All of those things, what, that's what I mean by social norms. That's what I mean. The vast majority of that is completely gone now, and it's a damn shame. Because like I said, when those things go missing, what you're seeing right now in the streets is a direct cause of political correctness. Tell me I'm wrong. I would love for anybody to tell me that I'm wrong about that. Tell me where at any point in time, in any point in time, where this kind of behavior would be acceptable. The reason why this is happening is because there was no discipline. Okay, there was no repercussions of being ignorant. There was no repercussions for, for being basically a little shit. And that's essentially what this is. There is no culpability. There's no personal, um, there's no, there, there's no personal, um, there's, it's just gone. I know I kind of trailed off there and I'm sorry. I'm going to call myself out on it because this, this, this pisses me off to no end. This was never acceptable in, as a society, any society. This would never be tolerated. So why is it being tolerated now? Why are these people are allowed to just to go do these things? Okay? I mean, and it, and it doesn't just stop at tearing down statues and defacing uh, monuments, which I'm going to get to in the, on the next topic. That's, this is very important, Okay? But I mean, I've seen, I've seen footage of people punching 90-year-old women just walking down the street, down, you know, down the sidewalk. That never used to be tolerated. If that happened, the person who did that would have literally been, would, would have gotten their ass kicked right there in the middle of the street. But now nobody just, you know, they just don't do a damn thing about it. Their first instinct instead of stopping this individual is to pull out their damn cell phone and take, you know, take a video of it and put it on the internet. This kind of shit never used to be acceptable. So why the hell is it acceptable now? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. I apologize for my language, but this pisses me off, people. It does. There's no excuse for it, and it shouldn't be tolerated. 
Anyway. So, a segue into that. I strongly believe that the reason that we are seeing this is because one key thing has been celebrated instead of being put down as an insult, and that's ignorance. Okay? Ignorance has kind of been, has become kind of a badge of honor or a virtue, okay? Where it, it used to be, if you were ignorant, you were ashamed of it. You would try your hardest not to be ignorant. You would try your hardest to be well-versed in any and all things. Okay, you are applauded for being intelligent, to be able to speak correctly, to have knowledge, to get facts. But as we all know, facts don't matter no more. So, and in many aspects, in all aspects in this whole thing, ignorance is strength, right? So, to borrow a line from George Orwell, what we see here is in fact actual strength through ignorance. It's not strength in the classical sense, but more so the amount of people who have been re-educated in the propaganda and the, and the further it's doctrine. That's what we're seeing here, okay? The old saying goes, the loudest voice is heard first. And the voices being heard are that of those who have been well-versed in this re-education, okay? I have to believe in, in, the, in their heart of hearts, they know what they're doing is wrong. Okay, you could chalk it up to them not knowing any better. Okay, but see, that that that's where all of this comes comes in. The whole thing about there not being any kind of personal responsibility anymore. It just doesn't cut it. It doesn't cut the mustard. It doesn't pass the smell test. Okay. When you act ignorant, when you speak ignorantly. You're doing it, and you know you're doing it, okay? And where you're used to people leaving you alone and allowing this kind of behavior to continue, this is going to happen more and more, and it's going to happen more frequently. It's going to become more and more violent, okay? But that's okay with them because they're they're getting away with it. So it's just I mean you you really have to look at how all this ties in together, okay? Look at what's happening across the country right now. Okay? Statues and monuments are being torn down that had nothing to do at all with racism. Quite the uh, contrary, okay? And I'm about to give you some examples. And I know you've probably heard some of these, but I'm going to repeat them off anyways because this matters. This goes to what I'm talking about. So some of these statues that have fallen victim 
to sheer ignorance are of the following statues. Statues of abolitionists were torn down. Abolitionists were the people who aided uh, runaway slaves to get to freedom. Why are their statues being torn down? I mean, you would think people would know who and what abolitionists were and what they did. Okay, I mean, if it, it doesn't make sense to tear down their statues. That that's stupid. Again, ignorant. This one I kind of thought was a little strange. Uh, the memorial to the fifty-fourth Massachusetts Regiment, which was an all-volunteer, all-black regiment for the Union in the Civil War. Why was that memorial defaced? Again, because people don't know their history. It's as simple as that. If everything that we are seeing is a direct response to racism and they're, they're, they're combating it, why would they deface a monument that celebrated the fact that an all-volunteer, all-black Regiment fought against slavery. Why would they do it? Ignorance? Probably so. Um, Abraham Lincoln. That one I don't understand. He's the one who signed the Emancipation Proclamation, who freed the slaves uh, slaves in, uh, in the South. Why deface his statue? That doesn't make any damn sense whatsoever. You're literally defacing the statue of the man who set the slaves free. I mean, if you're going to go ahead and try to say that he was racist, then that's the that's kind of the most back backwards thing I could possibly think of. He wasn't a very good racist then if he was freeing all the slaves, right? Um, let's see what else. Uh Monuments uh, dedicated to POWs, prisoner of war, uh, fallen firefighters, and even that of Union General and future President Ulysses S. Grant. I don't understand why these were defaced and or destroyed. Again, ignorance, people not knowing their history. And they're just going around and just grabbing at anything and all things that they can. But I have a theory on this, as I do on most things. <laughs> if you come to listen to this uh, podcast, you know you know that about me. I have a theory about a, a lot of things. Um, if the people who were doing this knew history at all, they would they would have left these alone. But what if they did? What if they did know their history? And this is just a big, huge con that they're running on everyone. Stay with me here for a second, okay? This will all make sense in just a second. This has nothing to do with combating racism at all. 
okay? The people who are going around doing this to these statues, this isn't this has nothing to do with combating racism. Not at all. Even the people who are pe- peacefully protesting do not want this. This is a whole different spectrum. This is a whole different side of this. One in which I can guarantee you have nothing to do with the with the peaceful protesters, okay? Removing statues or defacing them, rewriting history or censoring it will not do a damn thing at all. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to erase it. These things are there for a reason. These things are there to make people remember what happened. These are important lessons that, that, that cannot be afforded to be forgot. That's why these things are there. Okay? It will not do a damn thing if you erase history or rewrite it. Not at all. This has everything to do with creating a Marxist or Leninist society. Pure and simple. Everything that we are seeing and have seen in the past leading up to this point has been written about in Marx and Lenin's own words. Read the Communist Manifesto. Read anything by Karl Marx or Vladimir Lenin. It is literally a blueprint for bringing down a capitalist society and system, which we are seeing right now. You don't believe me? Go look it up. It literally tells you This is what they're doing. This is a step-by-step guide to this. They tear down all the statues. They get rid of all the memorials. They rewrite all the history. They burn all the books that they deem to be bad. They get rid of all the cinema that they don't like because it doesn't promote what they're trying to do. This has all been done. This has all been done before. This is what they do. This is what communists do. This is what Marxists do. This is what Leninists do. They go in and they scrub it. They get rid of anything and everything that goes against what they are preaching because they do not want the populace to know what they're saying is a complete and load of shit. That's exactly what it is. Because if they were to get rid of all these things, nobody would take them seriously. If they do not get rid of these things and these things were allowed to stand, people would not take them seriously. They would laugh them off and tell them to go to hell in a handbasket real fast. That's why they do this. They don't want people thinking outside of the things that they are telling them to think. Because if they do, these people will not be controlled. And that's what this is. It's all about control. 
And you don't think our you don't think our government is in, in on it? Of course they are. <coughs> Excuse me. They allow these things to happen. They're allowing this to happen. Because I can guarantee you if they were allowed this, they allow this to keep going and it starts gathering a foothold. Then the government would just turn around and, and put this down. And then we're back to the same old, uh, the same old uh, system that we've all become accustomed to. Because they would literally, these people who would follow these movements, uh, movement and follow this lunacy would beg to go back to what they knew. Essentially, it's the same exact thing. One is just more extreme than the other. But both are equally as dangerous. This isn't a red scare like it was in the 1960s. Okay? It's not. This is being yelled from the streets and the rooftops by these people. I'm literally telling you what they're telling us. They're not hiding this. They are there out in the open. They are here standing before everyone, before any news camera, before any microphone telling you this is what we're doing. They're not operating in the shadows anymore. This isn't undercover work. This isn't behind the scenes work. This is happening in broad daylight right before our eyes. They're not, they're done hiding. Again, without the knowledge of what history teaches, those who wish for this kind of future know nothing about, nothing about what it's like to live under communism with the control and the death that it brings. Again, anybody with two brain cells to rub together knows what communism brings. Communism is directly responsible for 100 million plus deaths worldwide and has failed each and every time it has been implemented. But knowing this, they believe it would be different here because this is what they were taught without any kind of further research or investigation. Again, Ignorance has become their strength. This was done on purpose. Try to tell me different. This was 100% done on purpose. And like I said earlier in the podcast, they start, they start with the youth because the youth are impressionable. Whatever, whatever the, um, they had learned prior They could just push that out of their heads and put whatever they want into their heads, creating the perfect little soldiers for their cause. Because a child will literally repeat anything that it hears from an an adult. Because children understand that the adults are the ones that you're supposed to listen to. So, of course, these, these children are going to go around saying the same things that they're hearing 
their teachers, their professors, you know, whatever. Of course, you're going to go around and espousing this same thing because this is, this is what they have seen. This is what they've learned. This is what they were taught. And there's nobody there to challenge it. Like I said, this isn't, this isn't some kind of new red scare. Okay, like it was in the 1960s, 1950s. This is very real. That's what this is. This whole thing is just that. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take... I'm going to... I'm going to take probably an unpopular stance here. Okay? And the one thing that I really want to know... One thing I really want to know... Is why isn't there enough people taking a stand against this? Yeah, I understand. You know, people should live their lives the way they see fit. That's well and good. But as soon as you try to come into my life and tell me how I should live my life, and therefore if I don't live my life the way that you uh, say, then I should be somehow reprimanded for it. That's when I have a huge issue. I mean, because honestly, if we're being honest with one another, isn't our biggest goal in life to be left alone? Seriously, is it not? I used to, I would, I used to be asked all the time, Rusty, what's your biggest aspiration in life? And mine, what my response was to be left alone. And that seemed to make a lot of people laugh. And I never saw what was so funny about it. I don't want somebody telling me how to live my life. I don't want somebody telling me what I can and can't do, when and when I can't do it, what to eat, what not to eat, what not, you know, what to read, what not to read. That's not life. That's domination. And that's something that I have nothing, I have zero desire for. I want to be free. I want to be an individual. I want to live my life the way I see fit. I want to be able to raise my family the way I see fit. I'm not, I'm not running around telling people how they should live their lives or how they should raise their children. What people do in their personal life is none of my business. Therefore, I do not care what they do. But as soon as them, those same people try to tell me how to live my life, again... That's when we have a major issue. Because this is not how this is supposed to go. What we're seeing here, people, in my humblest of, of opinion, is the attempted death of the American culture. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, American culture isn't that great. Well, you know what? I I really don't care. American culture to me is great. Anything about America is great. Sure. There's room for improvement. There's always room for, for improvement. The whole idea, the whole, the whole belief of this country 
is astounding. It's amazing. And we're going to go we're going to go ahead and just sit idly by and have people come in preaching a an even more oppressive form of government to take it over, to take away rights that we have. No, I don't think so. Look, I tell you right now, I don't trust the U.S. government. I don't trust the federal government. I don't. Tr- I don't trust any government. But I sure as hell will not replace the government we have for an even more oppressive government. That's not going to happen. Because if you think things are bad now, and they are, I'm not denying that. I'm not whistling past the graveyard here, okay? Things are bad. Our government is tyrannical. But if you were to replace this government with that kind of government, there's no turning back. Like, Christ, look what happened to Russia after communism fell in the early 90s. I remember that. 1989, I watched the Berlin Wall come down on TV. 1993, 1994, I was part of a canned food drive to, uh, to, to fill a C-130 to be sent to what used to be the Soviet Union. We were to volunteer cans of food so those people could eat because after their oppressive government fell there was no more food there were reports of people actually cutting down power lines so they could sell the scrap metal so they could buy anything so they could feed their families And trust me, during the time when communism was in Russia, at its height, it was no bed of roses. But there are people in this country who want to bring that here. What kind of insanity is that? Look, I've only been on this earth for a short amount of time, but I've seen a lot of things happen. Most of them were not good. Watching that happen as a child was very pivotal. It made me look at life through a different set of eyes. Yeah, I was a kid. And I was young. But there are things that will always stick with you. There are things that you will never forget. Those moments in my life, I will never forget. Just as I'm sure that adults at that time watching that, they'll never forget that. To have that kind of moment in life stand out 
and completely alter your way of thinking at such a young age. And now you're, you're witnessing the possibility of something like that coming here. No. It will not stand. It cannot stand. It cannot stand. This cannot happen. Not here. For Christ's sakes, all it does is breed destruction and death. Starvation, corruption. Yes, we have that here, but not on a scale that that. I can't even talk. I'm sorry. You could not imagine the scale if it were to come here. And you have all these people saying, "Well, that would never happen here." Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah. And it will. Like I said, things are things are screwed up now with corruption and greed. Just imagine that hitting our shores. Just imagine that taking control. We have limited freedom now. Brother, if that happens, we have zero freedom whatsoever. You can kiss anything and everything you once knew goodbye. And I find it especially hilarious because the people who want this, and again, people who don't know their history. They don't know that during the, the revolution of 1917 in Russia... Once, once communism finally took over, and at, at that time it was um, it was the Bolsheviks. The Bolsheviks finally took over. The first thing they did once they got to power, what do you think it was? Because I can tell you what it was. The first thing the Bolsheviks did when they got to power is they arrested and slaughtered the people who got them to power. Why? Because they were useful idiots. And that's what these people are right now. They're useful idiots. Nothing more, nothing less. Trust me, there are bigger, there are, there are bigger people pulling the strings behind all of this. This is how it starts. This is how it started. This is how it started in Russia. This is how it started anywhere. Communism was in, implemented. The destruction of monuments, the, the, uh, the, censor, the, the censorship of, uh, in, of um, the news, media, music, literature, all of it. The complete rewriting of history. This is how it started. And we're watching it happen unfold right now. And I hope. I hope. 
that this gets quelled and put down immediately. Something needs to be done about it. Well, everybody, sorry for the um, the battle cry, the battle speech there, but it's just it's something we all need to pay close attention to, and I hope this this episode made sense of it all because here in America, this this is how this started. This is how this started. With Russia, it was different. With every country, it was different. There was usually, it was. The majority of it was usually economic strife, okay? Here, it was just a complete and lack of, of education. Honestly, that's what it is. And just allowing people to do, basically, just doing whatever they wanted. But not in the sense where it would actually benefit. It just... This is whole, this the whole thing has just spiraled into just decay. That's what this is. Trust me, I'm I'm all for doing, you know, allowing people to do whatever they want, as long as they don't hurt somebody else in the process. But there's a huge difference between living your life the way you see fit and doing what you want. And not harming anybody. And this. This is something completely different. I hope I made the... um, I hope I made it make sense for all of you. So... But uh, with that, that's... What I wanted to cover tonight, that's what I wanted to talk about this week. Um, Hopefully... Uh, you know, just like with every episode I do, I hope you guys got something out of it. You know, I hope it actually opened your eyes to what is actually going on right now. This this is a whole different movement that hijacked a movement that, you know, was good. And it all started... It all started with the rioting. there I said it that's when this all started because everything was peaceful until that happened and now it's something completely different the original idea the original meaning behind it is now gone and this is what we're seeing and I knew this was going to happen saw it from a mile away so and I hope you guys did too um, now the question is what do we do about it what do we do and like I said I hope something happens very soon but with that everybody um, like I said that's all I got for this week um, just just be careful out there things are bad things are very bad that's not me being dramatic. That's not me trying to hype up, you know, my show or anything like that. Or I'm, I'm trying to bring attention to what's actually occurring. Because we're not safe. 
People are not safe anymore. And we've seen it. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and end tonight's episode with, uh, with this. Uh, like I end every episode, you know, just be safe, take care of one another, you know, just, just be safe, be careful, watch yourself. So with that, um, go to go ahead and sign off. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, say be safe guys. I know I said that multiple times, but you know, you can't say it too much. So with that, until next week, I'll talk to you guys again and I'll have a new topic for you. Uh, so keep your nose to the air and your ears to the ground. This is Rusty with the Hardcore Truth. See you guys next week. Rusty out.